the thing about business is that often you need to put your product, your voice, whatever you're doing out there to get the feedback so that you can go gain more listeners, gain more customers. If you leave that podcast just sitting in your garage band and no one has heard it except for you, you're not going to grow. There's no way that that podcast can grow because it hasn't been given the opportunity. It hasn't been given the light of day. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. Hi, you guys. This is Amy, and today I'm going to be doing a solo episode, and it is about doing the thing. Now, this conversation has been inspired by so many of our students. We hear what is holding them up, and then we also think about in our own experience, what were those things that would hold us up or kind of knock us off our plans? I think it's so important for business owners, especially if they're trying to give advice to those coming behind them, is to be honest about where things are hard and how you start to learn how to navigate around hard things in order to do the thing, launch the thing, pursue your dreams. So I have a couple things here that I wanted to talk through to try to inspire you to move forward. Now, number one, something I see a lot is a lack of momentum. So what I've learned from working with a bunch of new entrepreneurs is that a lack of momentum can be really defeating, and this can take a few different forms. So let's talk through a few of them. So a lot of our students, when they start their business, they start by creating a social platform like Instagram. Now, social media is amazing, and I have to give it so much credit for the success that my businesses have had because it's this amazing free resource that helps you get the word out. And the truth of the matter is, I think it's pretty hard to get started and to organically grow. When you start, I know that a lack of engagement and a lack of growth can feel really defeating. You might start thinking things like, am I yelling into a void? Does anyone care about this idea that I have? It might even make you feel like, is this a good idea? But the thing I would love for you to know is that you're finding your ideal audience. You don't have it yet if that's what your experience is. Here's what I mean. When I started my Instagram account, 
I started as just a normal person that was not posting for business. Just like everyone back then, I was posting some food, posting the dates I was going on, whatever. So then when I start posting more in the voice I have today, I'm talking to like my college friends. You know what I mean? I'm talking to my childhood friends. They don't necessarily care about the content that I'm producing. It was a hard pivot into that. So when I'm working with students, it's like if you had that type of account where it was a personal account and now you're using it for something else, you don't necessarily have your ideal audience in front of you. Same thing when you're starting from zero and you're starting to build it takes a while. So what I would suggest is actually taking the momentum out of the equation at first. And here's what I mean. You are going to be so susceptible to creating content based on momentum if you're looking at how well each post does in real time. So I'm sure you guys have experienced this because I have too, where you do a post, it does awesome, you're getting the comments, you're feeling like you're inspiring people, and so you're so excited to create the next one. But the same thing happens vice versa, where you put a post up, you think it's awesome, you spent a lot of time creating it, and no one shows up, no one comments, it's like it didn't even happen in a way. And then you start to question yourself. And then when you go to make the next one, you feel a little bit of stress of like, wait, is this, is what I'm saying even resonating with people? So what I'm suggesting today is you you get out of that rhythm of when I'm doing well, I have momentum and I'm going to show up and I'm going to post. And when I'm not doing well, I don't have momentum. This feels like a slog. Why am I even doing this anyway? I don't want to be on Instagram. I don't want to create today. Rather, if you start to make content ahead of time and you know that that content is good, it's right aligned with your messaging, it's where you want to be. Let's say you have six pieces of content, you're they're ready to rip all the way from the post is ready, the picture, any graphic to go with it, the reel and the caption. Every single thing is ready. So you've got these six posts you know your posting schedule, and you're going to go ahead and post these no matter how the last one did. Because you have them created ahead of time, momentum has nothing to do with your posting schedule. You're going to stick to your plan, you're going to execute, and you know that the only way to really grow these days is to be consistent, it is to show up, and it is to create content that you know is good. And you know, once you find that ideal audience, this will resonate. If you're a sports fan, I have an analogy for you. It's like going up to bat. When you're going up to bat, you can't dwell on your last strikeout. You've got to go up there confident. So this can happen to people. I use the example of Instagram, but we also see this with people that are creating their offer. Say you're starting a podcast or building a course, and then all of a sudden life gets really busy. You're in a really stressful season and you lose momentum. Or maybe someone made an offhanded comment, which as business owners, we've 
probably all experienced. You know, your sister says, is anyone really going to buy that course? And then all of a sudden you start to spiral and think, wait, is she right? Is anyone really going to buy this? Listen, life happens, especially if this is a side hustle for you. Start to think about it as what you needed to put down in that season. So there are seasons where you're going to say, I need to put this course down for a minute because my kids need me, whatever it is. But you know what? That's a break and you are going to come back. And this is where I wanted to talk about this resilience piece, because resilience would mean that you pick back up and you continue to move that dream forward. Yes, you took a break. That's okay. Life happens. But once you learn that even when I go through a really tough time, I am going to come back to this. I am going to finish this. I am going to make this happen. You are literally voting for yourself. You're saying, I am a resilient person. I am back to this. I'm not going to let one comment make me question my whole business. I am resilient. Because really, the truth of the matter is, is that the best business owners are resilient. I think we can really glorify people that have come before us and we see their successes and we forget that there is probably a lot that they had to make it through. One of my favorite business podcasts is How I Built This. And every time it's a story of this person that has made it pretty big, but in the beginning of their story, it's all of the things that they had to go through to get to where they are. And I think that a lot of times we fast forward through that part metaphorically, like we just see the end result and we think, oh, this person is so different from me, or they didn't have kids when they did this or whatever it is you're thinking. And you hear actually, no, they heard no a lot of times and they got back up. Things did not go well for them and they got back up. Maybe they even, a lot of them had a business that failed and then now they're telling the story of the next business that they had and this is the one that made it. So I have to tell you guys, you have to start to flex and build your resilience muscle and even talk to yourself when you're doing it. Say, this is really hard right now, but I know that I am going to show up when it's hard and I'm going to enjoy when it feels a little bit easier and I am going to keep moving forward. So I just wanted to say, because I see a lot of students inside of our communities saying really down on themselves when they have to take that break or they get knocked off their trajectory. And I just want to bring to your attention that the best business owners get back on that saddle and they keep on going. And I know that each one of you can do that. Another thing that I see a lot is this idea that people get scared right before they do the thing. So I want to normalize this. I think it's so normal to get nervous, to put yourself out into the world. This has happened to me so many times in my career, starting with my blog that I had, you know, seven years ago now, whatever it is. I remember that I would get really embarrassed when people would bring it up And that's just the truth. Like I felt really bashful about what I was doing. 
I knew why I wanted to do it, but I was not the best at having people in my real life ask me about it. And I had to grow from there. So going back to the resilience piece, it's like each uncomfortable conversation makes you stronger. It makes you better able to talk about whatever it is you're doing. It doesn't mean that because the first person that asked you about your idea and you kind of fumbled through it, it doesn't mean anything about you. It means you're practicing, you're getting better, you're learning what you want to say in those conversations. So this really applies to our students that will get all the way through, you know, maybe they've built their entire course, or maybe they are all the way ready to launch their podcast. And right at the end, they get those very normal yips where they're just nervous. It's, it's about to go into the world and they feel nervous and that is normal. But what I don't want you to do is to procrastinate and and come up with all these reasons why you can't launch when you said you were going to launch. I want you to be brave and to rip it. I always say rip it, put it out there. Like the thing about business is that often you need to put your product, your voice, whatever you're doing out there to get the feedback so that you can go gain more listeners, gain more customers. If you leave that podcast just sitting in your garage band and no one has heard it except for you, you're not going to grow. There's no way that that podcast can grow because it hasn't been given the opportunity. It hasn't been given the light of day. So At the end, right before you're about to do something, it's very normal that you would get nervous and that's okay. You can start to coach yourself. Amy said that this is a completely normal feeling and I know I want to do this anyway. So that's just a a really common feeling that you can get at the end. You've got to recognize it. You've got to figure out however you're going to coach yourself through it, because let me tell you, it's not going to be the last time it happens to you. Coach yourself through it get your thing into the world, and then go forward from there. Now, the next thing that I'm going to talk about, about doing the thing is that initial reaction. So you've been brave enough, you've put it into the world, and now several things can happen. And I've seen all of them in this community. Sometimes you don't get the reaction that you were hoping for. So you launch the podcast and things are relatively quiet. You know, you're building your audience. To that one, I would say you got it out there and now you get to focus on growing it. And it's not a bad problem to have. It's like if you don't have a platform, Unless you're famous, the only way to grow one is to keep showing up, keep doing the thing, keep being consistent. It goes back to what we were talking about before when I gave the example of Instagram. Same thing for podcasts. You have to show up for whoever is right in front of you, even if it's 25 people. If you say your podcast is coming out on Monday, it has to drop on Monday. And the resilience piece is you're still showing up no matter how slow your listenership is growing. I just wanted to include this one in this podcast because what I see happen is, so say for example, our students launch their course. And even though they built their wait list, they did a few things, it didn't get that initial volume of sales that they were hoping for. 
And we've all been there. I mean, I've certainly been there. I always tell the story of expecting and empowered the first day we had 11 sales and we were definitely expecting because we had hyped it for almost a year that we would have more than that. But we were that far and all we could do is keep going. And I think that that is all that any of us can do. So when you have that initial, it's okay to feel disappointed. It's okay to feel like you wish it had gone better. But now the truth of the matter is your job is to figure out how to get it to go in the right direction. And what I see often from new entrepreneurs is they get shy about it. They feel like, wait, was this not the right offer? They don't continue to show up, be confident, figure out what marketing, what maybe they just need a change in how they're marketing their course. But what is not going to help is you never mentioning it. So I see a lot of people go into that paralysis of like, nope, I'm not going to mention this. This is not going well. This is dumb. You know, whatever it is, whatever the spiral sounds like for you. And I would say exact opposite is like you have to, this is another place you build resilience. You go get the sale. You get your foot in the door. You have to get scrappy. You have to get creative. Abby and I were just talking about this. When I think back to expecting and empowered and when we started, the real story is, is that we were resilient as heck and we needed to be. Like I said, we had 11 sales in our pocket and we just knew if we find more customers, we believe in this business. We know how good this product is. So I'll give you a couple examples how we got our foot inside of the door and how scrappy people need to be in the beginning, just so you can start to go through your mental list of like, wait, what am I actually doing to make this successful? Because if it's just showing up on social media, that's probably not a sound business plan. So we went into our OB's office. So Crystal and I both personally pitched our OB's, our product, asked if they could hand out the flyers at their practice. That Those both went well. So obviously that's a very slow growth strategy, but it was still important because we felt like we needed those initial customers. We had to create the flyers. We had to print the flyers. We had to take them back. And we did all of that. We also pitched a midwife group that was in Madison because we felt like midwives could really support our business. And so we went in there, we were so nervous. We treated it as if we were pitching to Shark Tank. Like we took every opportunity very seriously because we felt like it was our opportunity to put our best foot forward. I've mentioned this in the podcast before, but we really leveraged our own networks. I think that this is one thing that people might not do well enough and Here's the thing is like you have an influential network, whether your friends are influencers or not. We all have those friends where they are just people look to them and they do what they are doing. And so we used our own friends and family members to try to get the word out. We told them all about the business. We gave them the links. We just provided a really nice email to everyone that we knew, friends, family, practitioners, anyone we had come across that we thought had the potential to help Expecting and Empowered, they got that initial email. I should actually go back and look at the one we sent because I just have to laugh, like just thinking about the scrappiness of the time. 
So here's what I'm saying, guys, is that if your initial launch didn't go well, I don't want you to to crawl into a cave and to not talk about it. I want you to get scrappy and to go after this and to believe in it and to, if you need to, sure, tweak it, tweak the messaging, whatever it is, but you can't let that day one define your business. You have to be the business owner that continues to move forward and learn whatever lesson you need to learn. So this episode is just really focused on the idea that we want our students to be able to go and to do the thing. And you have to start to get to know yourself. Sometimes women, we've worked with a woman right now that she always, she has so much she wants to do that it's a distraction. So she'll start working on one thing and then she'll pivot to another thing. And then she'll think, actually, this is a thing I need to work on. And so what we work on with her is that's actually a form of procrastination, because if you keep doing that, you never have to finish and you never have to put yourself out there and you never have to get this out. So you have to start to learn who you are and what you do. We have other people in the audience probably listening right now, and their timelines are just so generous for themselves. Here's what I mean. They say, I'm going to launch a podcast in 2024. And I know that in business, sometimes you have a strategic plan and there's reasons why that timeline is the way it is. But I would also challenge that and say, do you really need that generous of a timeline? Is there something that you are, you're protecting yourself? If it's that far away, it's safe. And once it gets too close, are you going to move it even further down the road? We are a company that supports women. We are a company that supports working moms. We understand being a mom of small children. It's actually all of us have started our business while we've had small children. But I would say there is a way to make it happen. And so we want to make sure that our timelines aren't a self-protective procrastination of this future idea that is way down the road. And so you're just protecting yourself. We'd rather you do the thing sooner. We have several episodes about the women out there that are perfectionists. You know, we joke and we know that that's not something I can relate to, but I do know that there are a lot of people out there that their whole lives, they're used to getting A's, putting, you know, the best foot forward. But the truth of the matter is this is the type of thing where sometimes getting something out there and tweaking it later is actually the way to go because you could perfect something inside of your own office and you're not getting feedback from anyone else. So in your mind, it's perfect. But then when you have the customer take the course, they actually were looking for something different. They were looking for different modules. So don't get stuck inside of your own head perfecting your product or your podcast or whatever you have inside of your own head and not talking to anyone else. I'd rather you actually get that out 
and then get the feedback and then figure out what your potential customers or listeners want instead of procrastinating by making sure that every single thing is perfect. Now, the truth of the matter is in business, what can get really hard is competing priorities. If you are an entrepreneur, if you are a small business owner, if you are a one woman show, here's where it gets hard is because you really do have to sometimes make your priorities. We've said in this business, we focused on creating our courses year one, year two this year, we're going to focus on growing. So we really made that a conscious effort of like, we want to get our content made and done. And now it's proven, you guys, now it's proven. We've had so many students go through each one of our courses. Our courses are proven. And so now when we go to grow, we have all of these testimonials. We have proof of concept. We have, you know, we've helped at least 10 podcasts get out into the world. People are so busy creating their courses right now. Like we know that that strategy really worked for us. So here's why I bring this up. If you're working on six things at once and you're finding that you never get something finished, that's actually a really hard way to run business. Rather, you really have to decide what is my main priority right now. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to give that my full attention. I'm going to go after that. I'm going to do the thing and get that to the finish line. And then I can focus on the next thing. So really understanding priorities and understanding how that can work inside of your business is such a key. So if anything, I really hope that you leave this episode understanding that you are not the only one that is having a tough time growing. You're not the only one that got a no to something. You're not the only one where you're where you had to take a big break because your family was sick for a month. Okay? You're not the only one have compassion for yourself. This is really tough, but what I really want you to learn to do is to build the resilience to say, yes, that happened. And I'm still going to choose to keep going. I want you to learn to say, I know, and this is me, you guys, I'm telling you, I'm impacted by momentum. I wish I weren't. I am. So what I've learned is same thing. I can't let the way things perform dictate my creation, impact my creation of content. So I have to finish things ahead of time and then let them go, let them be in the world and they're going to do what they're going to do. So we are always cheering for you guys. We want you to do the thing. We're challenging more of you to get your thing out into the world because that is the only way that you can succeed and you can have it grow. Resilience is a muscle that needs to be built. It's an endurance muscle. You're going to learn it as you go, but good business owners that stay in the game have it. The last thing I wanted to mention is that we have decided that our course, Purposeful Podcast, is going to now be evergreen. So what does that mean? It's always available for purchase. You probably saw this on Instagram if you follow us over there, but if you're just a podcast listener, Purposeful Podcast is now available for purchase anytime. We wanted to offer our listeners an exclusive discount so you can use 
podcast 25 for 25% off. That is going to run for one week. So you have one week from today to make that purchase. If podcast is one of the things on the top of your list and you want to do the thing, we want to do the thing with you. Like I said, we've had so many students go through this course and launch successfully launch podcasts. So we know it works. We know that if you're ready to tackle this course, it is going to help you to get a podcast off the ground in the next month if you wanted to do it that fast. So go forth, my friends. You are now out of the bird's nest. You have to learn how to fly and take us on Instagram. We want to see you doing the thing.